The Drakes moved into Farley's in late May 1952, when Gabrielle was eight and Nick was nearly four. A large but not cavernous mock Georgian house built in the early 20th century, its asking price of £10,000 was above their budget, but it was precisely what Molly had been hoping to find upon settling in England after many years out east. Tanworth in Arden had been plain Tanworth until the 19th century, when it was renamed to avoid confusion with the market town of Tamworth in Staffordshire, on the other side of Birmingham. The area had once sat in the ancient forest of Arden. By the 1950s, it was long since denuded. Farleys took its name from the surrounding meadows, but it wasn't in deep countryside. The train that carried Rodney to work in Birmingham, 15 miles away, could be glimpsed in the distance. The heart of the village was its pretty green, bordered by the handsome 14th-century limestone church, St Mary Magdalene, and the Bell Inn. Bates Lane, where Farley's stands, was off the village centre, and the house was set back from the road, making it secluded without being isolated. A short, gravelled driveway led to its front door, flanked by pillars. Inside was a hallway with a large study to the right, in recent years, it had served as a doctor's surgery and a playgroup classroom, but was used by the Drakes as a lumber room, then as what they called the music room. Leading off it and overlooking the sweeping lawn to the back was the drawing room. A passageway led to a compact dining room and a pantry with the kitchen at its end. Upstairs were a nursery, a dressing room, three bedrooms and two bathrooms. Nick's cosy square room was tucked away down its own very short corridor between his sister's and parents' rooms. A tall bookshelf was set in an alcove to the right of the door, and a window, with animal print curtains when he was a child, was opposite. To the right were twin beds, a desk and chair, and a circular window overlooking the side of the house. Until he was eight, he shared his room with his bespectacled Karen nanny, nor Rosie Portun, known as Nan. The Karen people are indigenous to the Thailand-Burma border region. Persecuted by the Burmese, they were loyal to the British, particularly during the Second World War. Nan had accompanied the Drakes back to England in 1951 and was more like a family member than an employee. It was like having three parents, really. Mummy, Daddy, and Nanny, according to Gabrielle. Mummy was always very glamorous. Father was the most wonderful sort of strong person. And Nanny was Nanny. She was always there in a crisis and was the calm centre to our lives. Tanworth was safe with few cars, and Gabrielle and Nick soon got to know everyone, at least by sight. The victor was Canon Dudley Lee, the tiny post office was presided over by the gossipy Mrs. Chataway and her daughter-in-law, nicknamed the Chats locally. The Ivy Stores was run by old Mrs. Tibbles, and the closest thing to a celebrity was Gentleman Jack Hood, landlord of the Bell and the 1926 British welterweight boxing champion. There was a village school, a garage and filling station, a greengrocer, a butcher, and even a bootmender. Local characters included Pip Patterson, who wore plus fours and foraged in hedgerows for material to smoke in his pipe, and Mr Onions, who hosted summer fates in his large garden. 
We lived in a very cosy world, as Gabrielle's childhood friend and neighbour Joanna Lodder summarises.